0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Steve and Jen, How I Met Your Podcast. Did you recognize the opening? No. I don't think you've gotten far enough, but that's how Dax Shepard always opens his podcast now.
1: (laughs) Now I've only listened to like two of those.
0: It's my new thing, I'm going to be imitating other podcasters. That seems
1: like a strategy for success for this (laughs) podcast.
0: (laughs) Well, you should be excited. Okay, wait, before we get into this we're on season one still episode 12 the wedding which i liked
1: i liked it too um you know it didn't have a lot of laugh out loud moments but overall it was enjoyable
0: oh by the way this is jen joining me once again hi as my brilliant sidekick and wife Hmm.
1: speaking of weddings
0: yes and speaking of weddings i have a very exciting new list to share with our listeners
1: We all await with bated breath.
0: When do you think I should do it? Should I do it at the beginning, the end? Should I intercut in the middle?
1: I'd say at the end, because that's when the wedding's
0: occurring. Okay. That's fair. So, I have the wedding ranked number 106. Not bad. Not bad. IMDB has it at 8.2.
1: Okay.
0: Average. And this episode all kind of takes place in the same grouping, in the same plot line, which is they are all invited to their friend Stuart and Claudia's wedding. And Ted thinks that he checked the bringing a date box or plus one box. So he well, we'll get into the further part of the story, but uh, it turns out or he is told by the bride that he has it and mayhem ensues. I ranked it number 106. This makes it the sixth highest ranked so far. So it's right in the middle of the pack so far. But this is definitely like leaps and above some of the other ones that we've done recently, like the Duel and the Pineapple Incident, in my book. Um, The next one that we're going to cover is Drumroll Please, which I didn't like, but IMDb has it... Has it rated at eight point eight? So, coming up soon. Once again, I'm I'm really not in line with IMDb, but this one was good. We'll, we'll work our way through it. I had I think it had a lot of good lines. I think Barney was really good, and most importantly, nobody was weak. Like there was very right. few bad jokes. There was a couple that I I marked, but I'm pretty sure the ones that I marked you probably liked. It's like those silly things that you like mm-hmm. that I don't.
1: Yeah, I'm interested to see what, what it was you marked down. I think I had one that I really didn't like,
0: that's about it. And I want to make, I want to point out some errors from, well, not errors, some missed opportunities from last week.
1: Okay.
0: The first one, how did we talk about turkey and not make a Terturkiki reference? <laughs> we could have said that we took our, cook our own turkey so we can have our own leftovers. In fact, we cook a t-turkiki.
1: Because that was a terrible storyline, and we don't speak about
0: it. Actually, I like it's that. It's just wrong. <laughs> I like that episode.
1: Yeah, no, it's a very good episode.
0: I just don't like the, it's just stupid, the to Turkey.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why we didn't talk about it.
0: <laughs> All right, hold on, there's another line, another really missed opportunity that I noticed in when I was doing the re-listen. And then the other one, I'll come back to it, it'll, it'll, I'll remember before the end of this podcast. So we open up with Ted getting a wedding invitation, and it is to—they don't mention it yet, but I th- or do they—to Stuart and Claudia's yeah, wedding. I don't think
1: they say it's just you know a broad overview of yeah you know, when you're single and you get a wedding invitation. It's like yeah, you know, it's a
0: moment of self-evaluation,
1: right? Where do you see yourself in three months? Ted feels that he's an optimist, and he always says he's going to bring a plus one.
0: That he's going to have a girlfriend in three months, even if he's single right now. Yes. I think it's a bad idea to bring a date to a wedding inside of three months of dating them.
1: I don't have an opinion on that. I'm trying to think (laughs) if... I know you've been to a million weddings with me. I'm glad I I got this on a recording. (laughs) No, I guess...
0: Have I ever brought you to a wedding? No, we, I think when we met.
1: No, were, yeah. Well, I mean, I think we were married already. But
0: oh, yeah, there was a, yeah, there was the one in Baltimore, the one Tom's wedding in Baltimore,
1: right, and Will's wedding in Charlotte. Oh, that's
0: right, his second wedding, right. Um, but when you when we were dating, you were getting you were at that age where everyone gets married, right? You were in your mid twenties, so all your friends were getting married, and unfortunately for me, there was two bad things about pittsburgh slash erie weddings one they're all catholic weddings so the ceremonies are really long and two there's this weird thing in that part of pennsylvania that instead of having people in the wedding party sit with their plus ones they have everybody at a head table and so i was ultimately stuck (laughs) with often with people i didn't know
1: i was only in like one or two weddings i think most of the weddings we went to we we're together most of the time. You
0: were in quite a few. Yeah, I mean, I mean, once you're done eating, everyone gets back together. But there was quite a few. Just, okay?
1: Mm, I think you're wrong. I can think of two that I've been in.
0: Do you always have to be this difficult? Yeah. Okay. So, Ted's on the phone with Barney. Ted's trying to determine who should he bring. Barney doesn't think he should bring anybody, and he makes an... An excruciating, painful metaphor. Ten, well, not not a metaf- metaphor, ten, but wait, we'll it's get to silly. that. Yeah, we'll get to that. But don't bring a deer caucus to a hunting trip. A caucus? D- deer carcass. Sorry. <laughs> yes, deer sometimes get together and team up and to vote on something.
1: <laughs> they so, are really invested in this primary.
0: <laughs> so, deer carcass uh, to to a hunting trip. He, I guess they were trying to avoid the sand to a beach because that's overused, but that seems to be the one people always tend to jump to.
1: Yep. (laughs) And Ted, I like Ted's reaction. Really? A deer carcass? That's the metaphor?
0: (laughs) But even better. Barney's is better. Ted, it's a simile.
1: (laughs) Now, in the last recording of this episode that we did the first time, uh, Steve seemed to think that similes and metaphors were the same thing.
0: I thought that a simile is always a metaphor also, but a metaphor is not necessarily a simile. It's like what, all, in my head.
1: All, <laughs> all fingers or thumbs or whatever that one is.
0: Moving on. <laughs> Ted says, of course we know who he wants to bring, and that is Robin.
1: Yes, but Robin is with Derek.
0: And then we cut immediately to a scene in McLaren's where Robin says that she broke up with Derek. They weren't clicking Derek didn't take it well. We get a good glimpse of T- Ted's face,
1: and Barney immediately jumps to, "Ah, he'll be fine." You know, he's super rich. He's gonna immediately get a bunch of girls that are hotter than you, anyway.
0: Yeah, and then he says that he'll just put a credit card, <laughs> on, credit a card, card on a fishing line fishing and throw line. it out into the back out in the water. Now that's a metaphor.
1: Ted, it's a simile.
0: No, but that one's a <laughs> metaphor. <I know. laughs> She said, I
1: don't actually, I don't think it is. (laughs) I think think it's just an example of or an exaggeration of something.
0: Hmm, I think it could be a metaphor because
1: it's not saying that something is something else.
0: It is, it's saying that, well, but the hook and the credit card of the line are a metaphor for a fish and women like throwing your your line back in the water. So I I think it could be a metaphor. I think you're wrong. Well, this one I'm going to stand by because you can't <laughs> look it up and prove me wrong. So, Robin walks away. Ted starts telling his friends that his services are re- his feelings are resurfacing. Marshall's extremely skeptical. He goes skeptical. He goes through sort of a long speech of Ted's just going to get hurt again.
1: Yeah, Marshall is not having this. Um, but Ted brings up some facts. You know, fact Robin was into him. Fact they had you know two good kisses fact, he needs a date to this wedding. So he goes up to Robin and asks her. Yeah,
0: he just jumps it. right in. Good for yeah. him. No thinking about it. He just runs in there.
1: Yep. Yeah. And she's into it. Yeah, even when he you know, calls it a date, she's still
0: pretty Yeah, she gets like a half-second hesitance where you think she might be negative on it.
1: Right. And we then she goes getting, right into acceptance. Where we're heading in that direction again of like, oh, Ted, we've talked about this. Yeah. yeah. But no, she's, she's pretty stoked.
0: Barney uh segues, well, has a unusual segue into why is Claudia, Claudia marrying Stewart? She's, like, way hotter than him. How way? Way way. I like that one. <laughs> Me that, too. that That's competing for best joke.
1: And, yeah, Barney's not wrong.
0: Do we ever say that one? Way way? No. We should.
1: We should. It's a good one.
0: And then we get a Marshall versus Lily on wedding plans. Uh, talking about... Claudia and Stewart's wedding compared to what Mar- Marshall thinks their wedding sounds like fun. Lily, it comes out that Lily wants to have her wedding outdoor in the woods uh, without wearing shoes.
1: Yeah, I don't know that, you know, shoeless in the woods is that great an idea. I mean, maybe if you clean up the area, <laughs> I don't know.
0: It could be nice. Marshall wants a ballroom band and shoes. Um. Ballroom, yes, uh, I'm down with that. I can see, I mean, we got married on the beach, but then Mm. everything, when we had a reception, everything's inside. I mean, they could get reasonably, obviously, get married in the woods and then go to an indoor reception.
1: And that's what they end up doing. Sort of. I mean, woods is
0: a a bit of a stretch. (laughs) There was a tree. They were near a tree. (laughs) It counts. What do you think band versus DJ?
1: I don't think I've ever been to a wedding that had a band.
0: My first wedding had a band.
1: Ooh, and fancy. I w-
0: <laughs> And I will say this. I want I want to say that I'd rather have a DJ, but bands do make it more fun. But they yeah, also but also as the groom, it's always like, "All right, groom, get in there." You know, they kind of try too hard to get you involved. In it, so
1: Wouldn't a DJ do the same thing?
0: Not as much. DJs aren't quite as obnoxious as band leaders are. Mm, hot take. Want to have a hot take off?
1: <laughs> yeah, mine is metaphors are <laughs> wrong.
0: Marshall's very adamant about his vision of the wedding. He says he's been dreaming of this day since.
1: And Lily chimes in since he was a little girl, which, you know. Not bad.
0: Yeah, good, but more masculinity shaming here. Right.
1: right. No, I mean, I think it makes There's sense There's a couple of those in this one. Yeah, definitely. It makes sense for you know, the groom to want to be involved in the wedding planning.
0: You know, I would have been just as happy if you had just kind of taken over everything, all the decisions. But you're, you have such a tough time making decisions. That was never an option.
1: I feel like... We didn't have to make that many decisions. We got married on a beach. We had to decide where the beach was going to be.
0: Um, it took us a long time to pick a location. Of course, that was one I wasn't going to let you do by yourself, but we knew we wanted to have it like a, as a destination. Right.
1: Yeah, and so a matter of where and then logistics of getting married somewhere potentially foreign. So we ended up going with Puerto Rico since yeah, still part of the U.S., that made, legally, it made it a lot oh, easier. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. There was a lot of work to do if you were going to have it outside the U.S. Yeah. Marshall stands strong, but Lily says she wins because she's the bride.
1: Marshall makes a valid point that, you know, is it a marriage You know, between two equal partners? And, yeah, you know, Lily seems to be under the impression that, yes, that's what marriage is, but in the wedding, the bride gets to win everything. Which we see later. yeah. Actually, Barney kind of uses it when the day of their wedding with, um... (laughs) It's for the bride.
0: Yeah, that's a great (laughs) bit. Oh, that wedding's fun.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's still pretty far away, but we kind of see this come back a little bit.
0: Well, Robin, realizing she has four days, goes to Lily with a panic and says they need to go get a dress. So they're going to go out shopping.
1: And... We get Ted kind of talking about, you know, how excited he is, just in general about, you know, Robin coming to the wedding and what it could potentially lead to. And I feel like we get a, an unnecessary...
0: Gender shaming or, yeah. or masculinity shaming. Barney's saying that he, he they need to find a new gender for him.
1: Which I just, you know, we get these throughout this series.
0: It's a little too much to have more than one in one episode. In fact, it's a little too much to have... One in, multi, you know, one episode after the other. It's just they they go to this well too often.
1: They do, but sometimes it makes sense. But this doesn't even make sense. It's Ted talking about like he's excited for his date with Robin. Like, well, there's bros no
0: don't get excited about women like this.
1: Mm, I guess not. But yeah, I mean, it was it was unnecessary and it didn't make a ton of sense.
0: Ted points out that Barney gets manicures. Yep. And Barney shows no shame in it. Yeah. This is one of two eventual references to Barney getting a manicure. I think at some point down it? the road, Ted says something about, "Hey, you're the one that goes and gets monthly manicures," and Barney had a good comeback. I'm not sure what season this is even, but Barney comes back and says, "Try weekly, Wolverine," <laughs> which yeah. is a good line. I think it but comes it always back sticks in my head.
1: A couple, I think it's more than once, but yeah, that's that's Barney's thing.
0: We go out to the street, and Ted's running into Claudia, who is going all bridezilla on her baker, saying that she ordered Tanisha vanilla and then threatens to burn down the bakery. Later we find out who this bakery belongs to. Right. But right now we're in the dark.
1: But I I, I almost see it from Claudia's point of view for a second. I'm like, okay, you, you make the decision on your cake. Like, how... How did the baker get it wrong? Like what did I mean if it was like a different kind of vanilla maybe then it's not a huge deal. But if she was like, "Oh, I thought you wanted chocolate." <laughs> I don't know. I can almost see Claudia's point, but cake is generally delicious, so I am pretty sure most flavors will be just fine.
0: Yeah, she just she goes a little overboard in her response. Yeah, it,
1: I mean, I don't think she should be threatening arson, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, around wedding time it can get a little stressful.
0: Yeah, there's definitely a reason for her to be stern and serious about it, but thankfully she's, you know, over the top and comedic cuz that's part of what right. makes this episode so good.
1: And I think I mean our wedding was fairly low key, and so I think the closest I got to bridezillaing was when I realized that the wedding coordinator at our hotel had tried to book our wedding for the wrong day.
0: I don't remember this.
1: <laughs> I did cuz I saw it and I freaked out and I handed it to you. I was like I cannot <laughs> deal with this cuz I was in school like I had started grad school like 2 weeks before Steve proposed and so I was working full time, planning a wedding, going to school and I just literally I was like I will lose my absolute shit. Like <laughs> you know, she was just
0: this. trying to have it all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: work hard, play hard, you know. You know how it goes. <laughs>
1: So that was yeah, that was my mini Bridezilla moment, but I, I kept it to myself and just let you handle.
0: Remember, Cakes- and, and we had we had assorted cupcakes instead of mm, a cake.
1: They were so good.
0: Did you insist on us having a little cake, or we just had no cake whatsoever? I, I can't cake. remember we had now. A cake. Yeah, we had like a, a chocolate with raspberry filling Yum. cupcake. There was like an Oreo cupcake, mm-hmm. and
1: the Oreo was like sunk into the cupcake. It was awesome. Oh man! And I think red velvet was the third one.
0: It was. They were so just good. Just because.
1: And then we had extra cupcakes left over after the reception. For so, so long. We ate cupcakes for every the next day three or four for... weeks. I can't, it couldn't have been that long. There's no way cupcakes would have lasted that long. It had to have been at least a week or two, though.
0: We work so well together. It's like you're finishing
1: each other's sandwiches. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sentences.
1: It's a frozen joke because we just saw Frozen 2. <laughs>
0: Which I did not care for.
1: Yeah, you didn't. Another hot take.
0: <laughs> it was all over the place. I like the first one. But anyways, and now we're we're kind of talking about having donuts at Tyler's birthday party instead of cake. Oh,
1: yeah, I forgot about that.
0: Because he likes donuts better anyways, and quite frankly, who doesn't? I mean, donuts are delicious. So. Oh, yeah. We had them at his other birthday party. We had the donuts mm-hmm. instead of the cake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, anyway we were getting so close to me wanting to talk about my top favorite desserts oh, yeah. list.
1: I mean, this is as good a good time as any.
0: No, no, I didn't pull it up. I don't want to take the time. Okay. Plus, I like, you don't do two lists in one show. That's just oh, that's that's that amateur. Was,
1: sorry, that was the one you were t- sorry, I thought that was the one you were going to do.
0: No, I'm gonna do no You were doing
1: wedding song. I'll
0: let it man. be a surprise. Or did I already say it? I don't know. Anyways, um so Cla- Ted tells her how. Ted tells Claudia how excited he is about their wedding. Now, I don't think we ever find out how he knows Claudia and Stuart.
1: No, but they uh, all know.
0: Like, even Barney knows them. Right. And they say. Uh, Lily makes a comment later in this episode that Ted's known Stuart for a really long time. Right. So, presumably. You would think like college because they're not that far out of college.
1: Right. And then maybe they just kind of got absorbed into the greater friend group and friends became friends with friends. But, yeah, no, we don't actually ever find out.
0: And Stuart's at Marshall's bachelor party, so <laughs> right. I'm not sure if he's in his wedding party. No, he's not. Well, no, I don't know. We'd never really s- – do we see his wedding party?
1: I don't think
0: so. Okay. Claudia says that he should be excited because there's a lot of single girls that are going to be there. And Ted said, well, can't go for that because I have a plus one. And then uh, an argument breaks out.
1: Oh, yeah. Claudia is not handling this well. <laughs> I do. I like her reaction. <laughs> like She's very lawyer-esque in this.
0: Well, we don't get there yet. Hold on. Um, oh, wait, we, we go to commercial. So you're right. We're, we're just about there. But she does, you know, he, he, even though she starts to throw out objections, he says, well, can't you just add one more? Even though he's, he feels confident, but he's still going to just say, well, just, you know, whatever the end, okay. whatever the truth is, let me bring somebody. Right, like, what's it matter? She says, the guest list has been closed for months.
1: And I like the way she says it. <laughs> the guest list has been closed for months. Months!
0: <laughs> okay, now we get into her evidence. <laughs>
1: Right, I didn't write it down, but it's... Oh,
0: I did. Oh, okay. So she says, you know, if you added a plus one, I would have called for her name. Have I called for her name? What did she order? Do you see how your story is full of holes?
1: (laughs) And she makes a good point. But yeah, and Ted's still just, you know, Ted's a single guy. He does not understand the intricacies of um, seating at a wedding and guest lists and how fun that can be.
0: Now, when I was younger, the weddings that I went to and everyone else went to, no one was allowed to bring a plus one unless that plus one had already met the bride and the groom. I mean, you better be living with them, engaged to them, or married to them. Otherwise, you can't just bring a random date to your wedding.
1: Right. Weddings are expensive. And I know we have a lot of young listeners, so I don't know how many are married. Kids? Kids. (laughs) I, I mean, at least in the U.S., I don't know if it's different other places. You have to pay per person for each meal that is served at your wedding. That gets expensive, and you don't want to be paying for people you don't know.
0: We're going through this pressure again with people birthday in our— parties. Yeah, people <laughs> in Tyler's kindergarten class inviting every kid from his class to their kid's birthday party.
1: I think some people are finding packages that are just up to a certain number of kids, and just where he wanted to have it— didn't work out that way. It was like, it comes with 10 and then you have to pay for every child after that.
0: Yeah, I'm guessing some people are doing just much cheaper per person parties if they're inviting the whole class, but I decided we're not going to do that because he has 22 kids in his class, plus there's kids outside of his class that they, that we want to invite, that he's still friends with from you know, before he started kindergarten. So we're bucking the system and not (laughs) inviting every kid from his class which is Wrangling some people, I think his kindergarten teacher didn't like the idea of that. But I
1: don't think she cared as much as she's just not going to participate in that because that puts her in an awkward position. She's not
0: going to give us emails of people. She said she can give us the class distribution email list and say we can send an uh, an invite to that, but she's not going to break out individual emails. Right, and
1: she's not going to hand out you know put invitations in backpacks. Which I
0: wouldn't have asked her to do that, obviously, obviously. Yeah. Okay. So. What did What did Ted? At some point, she says to him, "Don't make me hurt you, Ted." What, what do you do? You know what set that off in this scene?
1: I don't.
0: That's like her closing line of the scene,
1: right? I'm sure it's just him asking again.
0: <laughs> okay. They're at McLaren's. Barney doesn't think that Ted really checked plus one, and I, I don't want to go all the way through this scene, but
1: yeah. But Barney's got a theory.
0: Yeah, Barney says there's a little Barney inside everyone's head that's Not telling them what Barney, to do.
1: A little Barney.
0: It's funny because oh, I did it. It's funny. <laughs> he. Oh, I remember the other thing that our missed opportunity from last week. Okay. When I started to expose the things that I say too often, that was a glass cracking moment, glass shattering moment <laughs> that we see later on in later episodes. Of when they name what annoys them about each other, and then all of a sudden, this glass shattering.
1: Right. Now, that would have been good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, that just came to me. Okay. <laughs> so, Barney, it's funny how things unlock in your brain just right. by me repeating something that I said annoys me that I say too much. Okay. <laughs> Barney when he uses his little Barney voice I noticed that's the same voice he uses when he shrinks down
1: yes I was thinking about that because I was like I know we've heard that voice again but just
0: for the listeners later on when him and Barney when Ted and Barney are, are competing over a woman and Barney makes Ted think that he's already slept with that woman so when Ted goes to hook up with her Barney. He sees miniature Barney dancing around on the woman, (laughs) saying that this is where he like pointed her breasts and saying, "I climbed these mountains." And yeah, and
1: that silly voice
0: again. Yeah, so you know, I always thought that that voice was created through like digital
1: (laughs) enhancement, and now it's just his. his, Yeah, he can do that
0: (laughs) voice. Love it. Uh, Marshall suggests that he tells Robin that she can't come. Um, I don't know why I took that note. Anyways. Now we're at Robin's apartment. Ted's going over there to tell her that she can't come. He can't bring a plus one. And Lily comes out to prep Ted that, one, she's been tucking him up, and, two, Robin looks awesome. And then Robin appears in the dress, and Ted's so wowed he can't tell her.
1: It's a beautiful dress. She looks great.
0: I've always thought that, and I looked at this time, and there's a couple things that occur to me. One, really, really low cut.
1: Yes, there was a lot of boob.
0: Yeah. And I didn't care... This time around, for some reason, I didn't care for the stripe that goes up and around it. Mm-hmm. Um, it but the way it was low-cut, it reminded me of a story in my first wedding where one of my ex-wife's best friends from high school had gotten breast enhancement. Mm-hmm. Like a year before it. And so things didn't fit her very well anymore. And she also like went through some extreme diet where she lost a ton of weight. So... But she never went and got her bridesmaid's dress, or maybe, I can't remember. If she, yeah, I think she was a bridesmaid. She never got her bridesmaid's dress refitted, so when she got too drunk during the, the reception, it kept falling down. No. Um, and I was dancing with her at one point during one of the songs that the band was singing, and I guess I wasn't thinking, and I dipped her backwards, and she, her arms flung backwards towards the ground over her head, and pop, they both came out. I was so embarrassed by it. That she sounds, was too
1: like that. Honestly, sounds like a bad sitcom scene.
0: It was, and <laughs> she, I was much more embarrassed than she was. I think she was too drunk to oh notice. My God. This was kind of her mo. She's really actually a really smart person, um, but was going through a weird phase, I guess. But at any rate, that was fun times.
1: <laughs> so maybe that could have happened to Robin. <laughs>
0: yeah, it sort of seemed like they could have popped out at a bad time. Hers was, this this friend of hers was, uh, it was strapless. So that's mm. why it was so easy to come out. Now Ted and Lily are in a cab. It's not Ranj- Ranjit's cab.
1: No, Ranjit has a limo now.
0: Oh, that's right. Ted shares what's going on with Lily. At first, Lily suggests that she sneaks her in. That he, that Ted sneaks her in.
1: I mean, it's probably not a bad idea if it's a big enough wedding.
0: Like Which, probably at, four, at $400,000, it might have been a huge wedding. Now, we can't tell that from the scene we're getting right. in it.
1: Yeah. It's not like... There's nothing that
0: gives it away. They didn't
1: rent out an entire hotel <laughs> for this wedding alone.
0: Yeah, it wasn't... I mean, we, we might just be getting a tiny, sliver okay. side part of the banquet room, but it looks pretty tiny. Right. Uh, but I don't like this joke. Ted said, you know, we can't do that. We're not ninjas. And Lily (laughs) says, why? I wish we were ninjas. I like it. (laughs) That's the one where I thought that you would like that I didn't.
1: Especially because Tyler's super into ninjas right now.
0: Lily says, ask Stuart. It is, after all, 40% his wedding.
1: (laughs) Right. And I like how this changes for Lily, depending on what's going on and what she wants to have accomplished.
0: Yeah, this this was very un-Lily-like. This was a real role reversal between her and Marshall.
1: I disagree, because she wants Robin to come to this wedding. So it's a benefit for her, too.
0: True, but her telling Ted to go around the bride would be a thing that you would think Marshall would suggest not her.
1: No, Lily's very... Um, she gets in the middle of everybody's stuff. She's like very manipulative. We find this out later with... You know, a bunch of Ted's relationships that she ended up making little choices or doing little things that ended up, you know, with Ted losing relationship after relationship. So now I think this fits with Lily.
0: Okay, I disagree a little, but I, I see your point. We cut to to Stewart's apartment. He's saying, "Sure, no problem." <laughs> what what I think is my favorite line is that you know Claudia just called the flower girl a whore. So <laughs> the
1: seven year old flower girl. <laughs>
0: Wish we could have seen that scene.
1: Yeah, that would have been funny. <laughs> then we go uh, to Marshall and Lily's apartment. We, <laughs> I like this, and this really it reminded me of something that you would say to me. Where like Lily's reading this magazine and going like, "Oh, this says like, more weddings are you know being held in the woods now." <laughs> and Marshall's response is, "Oh, well, the magazine says so." It just <laughs> really seems like a U line.
0: Yeah, that that, that sounded good to me. <laughs> he said that maybe they should just get married in the woods, like a couple of squirrels. Squirrels don't get married. Like you could possibly know that. That's very Napoleon dynamite. Yes,
1: that's exactly what I was thinking. It's It's like a combo of Napoleon dynamite and then a little bit of office space where
0: Milton's talking about
1: the squirrels out the window.
0: (laughs) It's funny because damn it. I did it again. It's interesting. Because fun fact. When I when we were just rewatching it, and he said that I remember to write down that it sounded like a Napoleon dynam- a line from Napoleon Dynamite. And at the same time I saw you writing and I was thinking, I bet she's writing about Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite right now. I actually didn't write it down, but I thought it in my head. So Ted comes in. He up- updates Marshall and Lily about what Stewart decided. Marshall is dubious about this, doesn't think this is such a good idea. And Marshall says, so I guess I could invite whoever I want. And he says, sure, there's plenty of room in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good line. It is a good line. Ted's phone rings, and it's Claudia.
1: Oh, I can't believe you're going to skip over the reference to gremlins. Oh, what was it? Oh, uh, yeah, Marshall's doing more um, metaphors about, oh, this hornet's let- nest looks harmless. I don't know, I just kick it. Oh, here's a gremlin. Mom, I just put some water on it. Oh,
0: I must have turned my head for a second. I don't even remember him saying that. Oh. I remember the hornet's nest, but not the gremlins part. I wonder if the Gremlins wasn't in the TV version.
1: I'm pretty sure it is.
0: Okay. So Ted's phone rings. It's Claudia.
1: And nobody wants to answer it.
0: I made you watch Gremlins, I think, didn't I?
1: Nope.
0: No? Okay.
1: No, I saw it when I was little.
0: Oh, you did. All right. I was about to say, I'm not sure you would like it anyways.
1: A, I don't think I liked it then. It was kind of scary.
0: It's a little scary for I mean, when you're a little someone kid. that gets scared easily, like you. But it's also like very gross at times. and really? I don't know. I, I, it just doesn't seem like your type of movie. Mm. But Gizmo is so cute.
1: Yes. I know so many people that name their dog Gizmo.
0: <laughs> I think people still do. <laughs> yeah, probably. So Ted talks Lily into answering for him. I'm not sure how she agreed to this. <laughs> Ted's imagine or Ted gives us his imagining of what happened between Stuart and Claudia. No,
1: I think this actually happened.
0: Well, it it kind of did, but Ted said I wasn't there. But this is my, what I understand to have happened. Oh, okay. And it's sort of a fast forward version of their argument with little tiny you know snippets. Yeah, snippets that they stop in between so you can hear kind of you know oh and your ma and your mother and mm-hmm. things like that. It sort of reminds me of. A version of when, on Seinfeld, when Jerry's breaking up with (laughs) the sentence finisher, and it's going on and on, but we just kind of get little snippets here and there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Boy, your mother must have really done a job on you.
1: (laughs) I'm Jerry. Nice to meet
0: Meet you. Well, I'm not Chad. I'm Jerry. (laughs) Nice to meet you. Okay. At the end of it, Stuart says, wedding's off. And you can hear Lily on, you know, when we get back to Lily, she's going, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I forget what Ted asks her. Then she looks Ted's, at
1: him. Yeah, is it my fault?
0: She's like, uh-huh, <laughs> <laughs> to Ted. It's well played by Allison. Yeah. Allison Brannigan. Hannigan? Oh, Hannigan, thank you. Ted's apartment. Okay, so they're, they're back from the flashback to the Stuart thing and they're in Ted's apartment. Um... As she's on the phone with Claudia, we see some really bad cry acting by Claudia. (laughs) Like, there's no tears. It's just that face that you would make if you're crying. Mm -hmm. And she's going to talk good like she's crying. It wasn't good. And she's really good throughout this episode. That was just one bad moment. So I'm not... not, Cry acting is hard. I'm not uh, throwing shade at her. Okay. uh, Robin calls...
1: So Robin but calls she, Lily. Lily,
0: right. Yeah, Robin calls Lily's phone. Ted answers Lily's phone cuz she is on his phone. Fo- Lily's on his phone. And she wants him to know that she bought really expensive shoes. And I like how Ted turns to Marsh She's like, "Wow, do you think she's into me?" And Marsh's like, <laughs> "Focus, Ted."
1: Yeah, that's a good mini exchange.
0: Claudia needs a drink. She's going to meet Lily at the bar. And this is where we find out that it's a four hundred thousand dollar wedding,
1: right? Ted and Marshall decide to go talk to Stewart. Yeah, Claudia, you know, <laughs> throws out there. Yeah, it's a four hundred thousand dollar wedding. Which, how in God's name? Like, I know it's New York City.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: but still,
0: I feel like the we- my first wedding was the most expensive wedding I've ever been to, and that was like fifty. Wow. And our well. I won't mention the honeymoon, but um, I can't imagine how to fill $400 worth of a wedding. And and it would have to be volume of people. That's the only way you could get there. Yeah, I
1: mean, like, you know, and when we were planning our wedding, too, like some of the places that I looked at, it was like, you could rent the space, and that was literally it. And then you had to pay somebody else for tables and chairs and, you know, then the catering. So I I guess I could see it all adding up, but $400,000 is... Absolutely crazy. Which I know, obviously, like this is meant to be like a oh my god, it's you know, the most expensive wedding ever. But still, I just. Is that a thing? Do people actually do that if you have the money?
0: I would know. What am I, Gatsby?
1: I don't know. You've been throwing out all about this fancy first wedding that you apparently had.
0: Well, I'm not Shelly, I'm Jen. Nice, <laughs> nice to, to meet, meet you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Claude, we we go to the McLarens, and Claudia is alone at the bar, and uh, Barney. <laughs> now we're getting into good Barney episodes. And
1: I, you know, I really had a hard time trying to ex- like write down my explanation of what he's doing. So I'm like, is he hitting on her? Not quite yet. He's, he's trying to like,
0: slow play it a little bit. He's yeah, he's trying like, to be there for yeah, her. Yeah,
1: he's feeding into it and being very. On the surface, very sweet and understanding. And then we see these, you know, the little mini asides to the bartender. They all drink vodka cranberries.
0: He comes up. He says, hi, sad eyes. (laughs) He orders vodka cranberries. She says, oh, you remembered my drink. And yeah, then they all like vodka cranberries. And quite frankly, women in their 20s, at least when I was in my 20s, well, the women in their 20s were all drinking vodka cranberries. Was it, I mean, I've you, had it. They're yeah, did fine. you ever go through a, a vodka cranberry phase?
1: No, I mean, it would be, you know, maybe something I'd, you know, have here and there, but my drink has always been Captain Coke.
0: She's, she asks if he has $400,000. If there's anything you can do for her. <laughs> she wants to know if he has $400,000, jokingly, of course. He says, no, I don't, but I do have a hug. <laughs> We're at Stewart's, and... Stuart's talking. just
1: delusional. Yeah, he's
0: talking to the guys how he misses being single. He names all these things that he misses. And then he'll see some super hot model chick out on the street and be like, I could just be with her. <laughs> <laughs> and Ted's like, that's just crazy. And both Marshall and Stuart look at Ted. So Ted's pep talking him into the marriage and then, you know, ask Marshall, he's married. Marshall's like, Stuart, don't get married. And goes into a speech about how it's hard. If it's hard now, it's going to be hard when you're married.
1: But it's not hard. If it's the right person, it's easy.
0: And then it's still hard at times. But anyways, we don't need to go there. Really? Not, not with us. I was
1: going to say, I think it's easy.
0: <laughs> I th- we got something special, but most people I know are go through a lot of ups and downs.
1: Well, that's because they're not with the right person, apparently. Whatever. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to have a cute moment. We're like... We're the Lillian Marshall of this podcast. I don't want to be
0: gross. People are already retching. (laughs) I'd rather be the Ted and Robin. (laughs) They eventually end up together.
1: People have to die, Steve.
0: (laughs) All right, we're at McLaren's.
1: Oh, no, you missed missed a good line from (laughs) Ted, where, you know, Marshall's kind of giving this, you know, a speech to Stuart, and Ted just looks at him like, no, I don't have $400,000, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, that was okay. That was just okay. We're at McLaren's. <laughs> 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 we got... Now we get into the creepy Barney.
1: Yeah, now we're we're crossing over more into hitting on territory.
0: Yeah, he's starting to transition, and he's, like, sitting over her. I don't even know how this... He doesn't even seem to really be in the seat. He's almost, like, above her a little bit, lear, leering down at her.
1: And she's, like, laying in the seat weird.
0: He's clearly trying to get her drunk or ordering more drinks. He's got a great line how it's funny how they ran into each other. They're just two souls of equal levels of attractiveness. Sitting
1: <laughs> together like a very attractive puzzle.
0: Yeah, he's like he's really trying to seep into her brain of him <laughs> being attractive enough for her where Stuart isn't. Right. We all know those mismatched couples. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this sort of almost gets into the reacher and I was the just thinking settler about yeah <laughs> that we see <laughs> later Oprah in the season <laughs> and this leads to the next great thing of lily walking in on them and going oh hell no and dragging them in the air. <laughs> and she gives him a really stern warning a really long one too where <laughs> talks about you know his eyes and his testicles and he gets confused over the threat one of each Stuart enters with Marshall and Ted, and he wants the wedding to go on. He reveals that Marshall tr- started to talk him out of it. And Claudia has some good lunges yeah. at both Marshall and Ted in a moment. Because after they kind of reconcile, Ted's like, so where are we on the whole plus one thing? <laughs> so then she lar- lunges at Ted.
1: And I like the, you know, as Stuart and Claudia are making up and, you know, kind of kissing, like, everyone's kind of like, oh, except for Barney just rolling his eyes so
0: Oh, yeah, his face. (laughs) Barney's face is is great in that scene. (laughs) Okay. Robin, we're at Robin's. Ted's picking her up for the wedding. They go through some fairly lame, brought it talk.
1: Yeah, this is my least favorite joke of the episode.
0: Robin gets a call on her phone. She's getting an opportunity to anchor.
1: Yeah, it's our first mention of Sandy, as in Sandy Rivers.
0: Does, does she say Sandy?
1: Yeah. It's like, what happened to Sandy?
0: And Ted encourages her to do it. We go to the wedding, and Marshall and Lily are, I guess, dancing at this point and talking mm-hmm. about how the indoor wedding was so nice and amazing. And they agree on the crab puffs were good and more sentimental crap. Is there anything else you want to?
1: I mean, they, from that you know, it's a cute stuff. little moment because they both agree, like, "Oh, the crab puffs were really good." You know, we should have them at our wedding. And then it's, "Oh, we started planning our wedding." You know, they finally agreed on something. I
0: and- already mentioned sentimental crap.
1: Yes, but I was going to detail on the sentimental crap. Oh,
0: okay. Rob, <laughs> they cut to Robin and her newscast. <laughs> Coming up, are there snakes living in your walls? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the answer may surprise you. <laughs> and I think this is the first. No, it's not the first, because we, we got the, you know, in Purple Giraffe, we kind of saw, you know, Robin's news station isn't, you know, necessarily hard-hitting news.
0: And also, we she later references how really all she does is try and scare people. <laughs>
1: right. But you think, you know, being an anchor, you know, maybe lends a little bit more credibility. No, she's just still peddling <laughs> craziness on the news.
0: Yeah, and then we're back at the wedding. Barney's going through, uh, if Stuart come back at night, I can get a 16, yada yada. Claudia laughs. Wait, oh, Claudia and Stuart come to say hi to Ted to meet this woman that almost tore them apart, and she laughs when Ted says that the date had to cancel.
1: That would have been funnier if she had lunged at him again.
0: <laughs> Maybe, or yeah. Or you know,
1: the wedding's over now. Now she's just like chill.
0: Yeah, it's good to see her relaxed. I think she's she she's acting kind of strange in the scene. Mm-hmm. She's she's almost a little too relaxed. She's, right. It's, It's nice to see that they had a nice wedding, but it's not funny.
1: Yeah. That's why I wonder if, you know, now the wedding's over, the stress is over, so now she can kind of laugh about it.
0: Ted starts to go into a speech to Barney how things aren't easy with Robin. And sort of going back to Marshall's speech of it's not worth it 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 if it's this difficult.
1: And Barney has a cliché, speaking of easy, bridesmaids.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then Claudia comes back and shows Ted the his wedding response that did not have a check one I like
1: that yeah it's being petty I'm here for it
0: (laughs) Ted and Barney are talk about how maybe they're happy being single or Ted saying it Barney already knows he's happy being single and then Ted spots a girl across the room (laughs) this shot I never I didn't notice this before but the shot of Victoria she is extremely bored
1: oh yeah (laughs) she looks so
0: painfully bored at this moment (laughs) And then she sees him and smiles.
1: And the night was just beginning. And I have a fun fact. Are you ready for a fun fact? Yeah. So when the, this is season one, obviously, and, yeah, it was very early. Nobody knew if the show was going to get picked up long term. So this was going to be the end point that if the show didn't get picked up, it was going to be, you know, and that kids was how I met your mother. And then everybody lives happily ever after with Victoria as the mother.
0: You would think if they're going to get canceled after one season, I wouldn't have bothered. To do that, what do you mean? Well, well, this would have been like the last episode, or yeah. are you saying that they would have? Okay, yeah, I, yeah, know, I think the original I know they order would was like that you know
1: twelve or thirteen episodes.
0: All right, what's your favorite joke? My
1: favorite joke is oh, <laughs> the Ted. It's a simile.
0: Okay, mine is the whore line and what's your least favorite joke?
1: Uh, the whole it conversation when Ted goes to pick up Robin before the wedding.
0: I think mine is the not ninjas. We're not ninjas. <laughs> and not because it was the I don't it wasn't necessarily the worst joke, but they seem to enjoy it the most. Like it seemed like it was set up to be a really good joke and I I don't like it when they do that when it, I think it's bad but they think it's good. <laughs> okay. Like it's not a throwaway line. It, they seem to really try and stick the landing on that joke.
1: I liked it. It worked for me.
0: All right. I am going to go through a list of my least favorite wedding songs. And Jen can attest to this that when we're at a wedding, or sometimes when we're not at a wedding, but we just hear these songs, I groan audibly. Yep. Now, number 10, which is my 10th least favorite, because we're going to go in descending order, but the number one's going to be my least favorite, is We Are Family. Which, I don't hate the song, but it's a cliche. I'm listening. So uh, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that one. Number number nine is Knock on Wood. Knock on I want to knock on wood. You don't remember that one?
1: Vaguely. I don't know that I've he- ever heard it enough for it to have made a worst of list.
0: <laughs> I only always hear it at a wedding.
1: I can't think of a single wedding I've heard that. That's oh, interesting.
0: you know what? I want to throw one in here. I meant to. I was thinking of this late after I'd already made the list, but I'm going to throw it in here, anyways. And this is going to seem like a betrayal, but quite frankly, Havdalah. It's just, it's just sad. I mean, I'm Jewish, okay?
1: Yeah, you got to so, put that out there. So podcast I've been to a lot of
0: I've been to a lot of bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, weddings, Jewish weddings, and inevitably they have to play one round of Havanagila. It's the only Jewish song they'll play. And it's the only one the, the Goy's know, the Goyim's know, the Shiksa's and stuff. I such, mean, what else are they the Gentiles. play, the Hanukkah
1: song? Like, you guys don't have a ton of songs.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Just play some klezmer music or something. But Havanagila, and then, like, the Gentiles try to dance the Hora with the Jewish crowd. And they're like, am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? And quite frankly, we don't know. Like, if you're under 70 at this point and Jewish, and unless you're, you know, unless you're Orthodox or Hasidic, maybe, you don't know how to dance the whore. You just kind of move sideways and then go back and follow what the old people are doing. All right, but we'll call that number 11. All right, number number eight, the cha-cha slide. Now, I actually like the dance, but it goes on for so long and I just don't think the music to it is that good.
1: But it's like a thing that everybody likes, especially like little kids.
0: I'd rather have the electric side, quite frankly. I know the cha-cha slide came out like, hey, we need a new slide. <laughs> it's like the modern, hey, you know, it's been long enough with this electric Wait, slide. So the
1: electric slide's not on your list?
0: No, because you don't hear it anymore. It's always the cha-cha mm. slide now. Uh, number seven, Baby Got Back. I don't know why that's still at weddings. <laughs>
1: No, is it just weddings, or you just don't like it in general?
0: I think I liked the song when it came out. I don't think I've liked it for like the last fifteen years. Okay. I liked it with how it was used on Friends, when <laughs> yes, it was the only was really thing good. that made Emma laugh. <laughs> Number six, Macarena. Oh yeah, now
1: everybody it, hates that
0: song. And they still play it. It's over. It's done. Really? Let they it still go. Play it.
1: How do you know? When's the last time we've been to just, a wedding?
0: Okay. Be cool. All right, number five, "Money, Moni," by Billy Idol.
1: Again, I don't know that that's a wedding song.
0: They play it at every wedding I've been to.
1: I, you know, I've been to a billion medics with you.
0: <laughs> well, you're not paying close enough attention. You didn't know the knock on wood either. If, if Are you, you down go on, in the
1: corner writing these down as they come on?
0: If you go online and look at most cliched wedding songs, you'll see "Moni Moni" on there.
1: Is that where you got your list from?
0: No, <laughs> but I did need some reminders. So it's not like I stole it. It's like, oh yeah, I hate that one too. Uh number four, shout. Okay. Just 'cause it's it's humiliating. Everyone like getting all low, a little lower now, a little lower now, a little louder now, a little or a little quieter now, a little quieter now. And everyone's like getting down, like towards the ground. Come on.
1: I mean it's not against their will.
0: <laughs> it's just it's just embarrassing. Alright. Number three, YMCA. Its time has passed. Just let it go, people. Number two, she's a brick house.
1: Oh my god, that's like one of the earliest things I feel like I remember about you is you hate that song.
0: <laughs> Again, because it's such a cliched wedding <laughs> song, and quite frankly, in the hashtag Me Too movement, that should have <laughs> been that should be outlawed anyways. Because you know me, I'm a feminist.
1: You don't have a shirt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> number one. Play That Funky Music, White Boy. Sadly, I heard the Vanilla Ice version before I heard the 70s version of it, and so I automatically didn't even like the Vanilla Ice one. <laughs> and then when I realized, oh, God, this is an old song, I just I can't stand it.
1: I don't know that I knew they were two separate songs.
0: What, Brick House and Play That Funky Music, no, White Boy? No, play, play,
1: play That Funky Music, White Boy has two versions?
0: Oh, yeah, there's one from the 70s. I'm not sure who sang it. And then Vanilla Ice remade it. Huh. On his, I feel like it was on his first album with Ice Ice Baby. I
1: wonder which one I am.
0: All right, uh, next week, like I mentioned, drum roll, please. What happens in that one? That's where he's That's trying to track. Wedding. Oh, it's at the wedding. Okay, yeah, not a big fan of that one. I, and he tracks her down in the end, and it's not horrible, but <laughs> spoiler. Yeah, I'm gonna say, and I don't think I've mentioned this before because we lost all those episodes. So this will be the first time this audience hears it. But I really like Victoria. I think she's mm-hmm. a lovely person. She's a good actress. She plays the role very well. But she is not funny. She almost never says anything funny. Or I does anything funny. She was
1: funny. to be funny. Have well, to, well that's, a,
0: that's a problem. Because <laughs> everyone else was funny. Like, she's the only person that wasn't funny on the show. And she's a good character, too. I would have been happy with Ted ending up with her, but she's just never funny I mean them <laughs> uh, the scene on the couch is yeah. good <laughs> exactly and we'll, we'll get like. that in like two or three episodes mm-hmm. but uh, I think that's zip 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 I think so that's actually two episodes from now so we have this one and then zip zip zip
1: Yeah. Well, we'll track that we'll see if any funny moments come up
0: alright well Jen and I have to head out to a square oh wait before Jen you want to tell people where they can find us
1: Indeed, you can find us at RunkleRecaps.com, at RunkleRecaps on Twitter, and at underscore HowIMetYourPodcast underscore on Instagram. You're really good at that. Thank you.
0: Well, Jen and I have to get to a squirrel wedding. (laughs) So we will look forward to seeing everyone next week. Oh, I have a backup exit. Jen and I have to go argue which one one of us is way hotter than the other one.
1: You mean way, way?
0: Way, way. All right, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Until next week. Oh and sorry this was so late this week. We were really tired this week. We've just been like really, really busy. busy. Bye. Bye.